everyone, and welcome back to another episode of our Colgan Counselor Podcast. Today, we're going to focus on some upcoming events that we have for juniors, and I am joined by three counselors today, so I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Hi, my name is Mrs. Hull. I'm a school counselor. And Mrs. Flaherty, I'm also a school counselor. And I'm Dr. Bird, the college and career counselor. So our Junior Parent Information Night is December 7th at 7 p.m. in the Colgan Auditorium. Uh, Dr. Bird, do you want to talk a little bit about the things that we'll cover at that event? Sure. So in that event, we're going to talk to families about the things that they can be doing this year to prepare for next year and then life after high school. So we're going to meet with uh, families and tell them about the options and talk a little bit through those options at that they have after high school. We actually have a great video presentation of some former students that can hopefully help guide the the, um, junior students into thinking about what their possibilities are and just kind of get them excited and take away a little bit of the fear as they're planning for life after high school. We're also gonna talk about resources that we have um, within the building and Navion student, the counselors themselves as resources to help the families get prepared for their planning phases um, of what they want to do after high school. What are some of the most common questions that you would get from a junior parent right now? So the most common question that I get is about whether or not their student should take the SAT or ACT or not. And that's a really hard question to answer because a lot of the colleges are still making decisions on what they are expecting for the class of 2023. And that's going to be a lot of variation between the colleges. So, um, but that's the one biggest question that I have most often. The other thing is um, a lot of families will ask me, especially the parents, about how to figure out what their students should do after high school. What particular career should they go into? And that's another hard question to answer, not because it's an unknown, but because it's, it doesn't have to be known yet. And so it's trying to help the family manage expectations that students often at this point don't know what they want to do, and that is okay. Yeah, and I would agree with Dr. Bird that that is um, a question, an endless question that I get too. And I think sometimes the families leave um, somewhat disappointed or sometimes even more confused with our answer because I, especially with the students who are in an ever-changing technology society, there's so much at their tips that wasn't when we were all going through high school. And so I feel like I know that I tell my families that it is okay that they don't know. And if again, if we just think about the brain, like the brains aren't developed till 25 years old. So we're asking 17 and 18 year olds to make decisions that are going to impact them. And so I think sometimes just knowing for the students to know and the families to know it's okay if they don't know right now at 16 or 17 is okay. We're here to help guide them through junior year and senior year as much as possible. But when they say they don't know, it's probably very valid that they just don't have a clue yet. The other thing we have coming up after this is um, academic advising. So Ms. Flaherty, somebody who is in that situation who doesn't isn't quite sure what it is they want to do after high school, how do you feel like we could use academic advising to support them with that? Yeah, so I think um, just to kind of echo what Dr. Bird and Ms. Hall said, um, I have a lot of students that come in and they want to know what they should be doing right now or what can we do, and they feel like they're behind. Um, Maybe they don't know what they want to do. And I think that senior year is a good time for them to maybe take a class that they think they might be interested in. Like we offer a lot of very diverse electives here at Colgan in the arts, in engineering, 
in many things. So I think it's a good time for them to take maybe an elective they think they might like to explore um, as a college major or maybe continue if they do know what they want to do, maybe continue into in down the path that they have been on and take an extra elective and something that they might like to major in in college. And I love that you said that because that was my experience when I went to Forest Park. I took a sociology class my senior year and loved it. And I went to um, my undergrad undecided, um, but I knew I wanted to pursue a music minor. And then I took another sociology class when I was at my university and ended up loving it. And that ended up being my major. So I think that's true. What you said is um, definitely think outside of the scope of what you might deem as a class you think you want to take and maybe look at the diversity of options um, and explore that, especially explore it while it's free, (laughs) Um, emphasize free. Um, that you explore that. And then a lot of times we'll find that students do or don't want to go into that path or maybe there's an interest there so they may pursue it after high school. And then some are like, yeah, I'm good to go. That wasn't ever what I will Mm -hmm. ever want to do. Well, and you mentioned free, but also a good time when they're supported, right? In Mm -hmm. high school, you've got more support um, than you would as you're figuring stuff out in college as well. So um, this, I know, will be one thing that comes up in the junior meetings. Um, So in addition to the parent night that we have, Uh, counselors visit um, every social studies class, U.S. Virginia history um, class to speak with students. Um, So do one of you want to sort of go over some of the other things that you'll cover with students? Sure. So we're actually going to have them take a personality assessment, the Myers-Briggs assessment that we do through Naviant Student. So this gives the students an opportunity to see some potential career paths that they may want to choose. And so what we try to explain how this works so that they're not discouraged if they don't see certain jobs or careers that they think that they should be going into But we try to explain to them that this is just one more piece of the puzzle that can help them figure out their future. Um, And from there, from after taking the assessment, we're going to show them how to navigate through Naviant Student and look at all these different career clusters and types of jobs that are in there and then how they link to colleges, what degrees you need for those particular paths, et cetera. So we're going to kind of walk them through all that Naviant has to offer in that area. And then we're going to take them down kind of the, the practical path and show them about their transcript and specifics on the transcript so that they know what they are going to get at the end of junior year and then what they have to work with during their senior year and after that as far as applying to colleges or whatever else they need their transcript for. They'll understand what it looks like, what's going to be on it, and how they'll be able to use it. And the other thing we're going to give them is the Opportunities Magazine, which is a phenomenal, probably about 40-page booklet that will give them a ton of information. And it's also great for families, too, um, because it's going to give them a lot of information about public schools, po- colleges, public private colleges in Virginia, average GPAs, things like that. There's a junior checklist in there. There's a huge section about financial aid that we always say is great for the parents to look through or more interesting and relevant probably for parents. Um, But we're going to walk them a little bit through that booklet as well to show them um, some more resources that they can use as they are going through this year in the summer. So like Dr. Bird said, the Opportunities Booklet has a wealth of information. Even this morning, we were looking through it and we realized that they had information about like... um, the graduation summary. We had never even noticed that before. So we were like, oh, that is great. I think it's around page 22, um, if you're listening. And one thing that I know I'm looking forward to with the talking to the juniors is just the fact that while we are still in this pandemic life right now, that when the school buildings were shut down, 
they were ninth graders. And so when I think about just working with juniors and the last time we really got to lean in and, and work with them was when they were in ninth grade, just how their brains have developed, how they become different people, how we are different people, and just the fun conversations that we'll have. I know a lot of times juniors come in and they say, it's the hardest year. Everybody says it's the hardest year. It's the hardest year. They've been saying that since, you know, I was five. And it is a hard year, but every year brings us challenges, right? Every year brings us difficulties and everything brings its fun and praises. And so if you are a junior and a junior parent, just lean into the moment that it is of junior year. And we are here to help them throughout it. You know, we have academic advising coming up in February where it's really a time we get to work with the students one-on-one. We start with the current juniors who will be rising seniors. And um, as Ms. Flaherty discussed, that's when we talk about classes and that's when we talk about Sometimes for some students, we talk about their post-secondary options. And so the more information they can give us, the better we can help them and the more fruitful the conversations will be. So one um, thing that we really stress as they go into their senior year is making sure that they, the parents and the students have conversations about what comes next, making sure that the, the whole family is on the same page and that it's the student's vision and and things like that. Um, and so, Dr. Bird, as you mentioned, there's a, like, there's a couple of things that they're going to bring home with them after these um, junior uh, presentations. Is there anything as a parent who would be listening that you think the parent should ask or to, to start that conversation um, and really make sure everyone is on the same page? That's a great question. And a couple of things. So they're going to bring home a sheet. Um, after they do the personality assessment, they're going to write down their Myers-Briggs and they're going to write down the top three careers that they found um, in their research on Naviance. But what's really neat is that Naviance student is for families. So the parent and student can log in together and they can use this as a tool to um, search for careers and look at colleges and all of that together. So this is an opportunity for the student to kind of drive the bus and navigate it with the parent, but to be able to look at some of those opportunities together and they can save searches, they can go all through there. Um, the other thing is that Opportunities Magazine is an opportunity, <laughs> exactly what it sounds like, for them to have discussions. Like I said, there's a huge section in there about um, financial aid, and this is a perfect time for them to start talking about that. A lot of times we found that students and parent um, financial expectations might be different, and that's one of those things that they need to have an agreement about or an understanding, and that really is helpful for the student if the parent is able to talk that through during junior year. A lot of times, um, unfortunately, some students will go all the way through senior year thinking that they have certain opportunities, and then unfortunately the parent will come you know, in the spring of that senior year finding out that that it cannot be a reality for the student. And so if they can have these conversations early on, that will help everyone manage expectations and kind of go in the right direction on what is possible. And it's not just the finances. A lot of times students will tell me they're going into the military or that that's what they want. And I'll say, well, what does your mom think about that? Mm -hmm. um, because sometimes mom is like, no, I'm not my baby, you know, or whatever the different pathway is. So this gives them the opportunity to see what is really what the whole entire family supports and what might be a struggle for the the student to pursue without that family support. And I think it's a good time too to not get too ahead and think about post-secondary, but to also talk about senior year. And senior year is supposed to be fun and enjoyable. So making sure that you talk about what classes um, 
your student wants to take and make sure that that schedule is balanced so that they're not trying to load up on all their APs or DEs so that they can boost that GPA one last time before they are applying to colleges. Um, just something to take into consideration in your conversation. And to go off of that, if you went from senior year to junior year, remember that junior year is just as important. And a lot of times we think so future forward that we forget that junior year has its moment. And if you are applying to colleges or you're going to military or even a job, they're going to see things from the end of junior year. They're not going to get much of your senior year stuff next year until maybe February. So remember that junior year has its place and its importance and that this is just as important as it is senior year. All right, I want to thank the three of you um, for joining the conversation today um, and remind families that as we do these um, family events for juniors um, before winter break and then we go into advising in the spring, if there's any um, individual questions, um, please reach out to your student's counselor or to Dr. Bird um, so we can assist you with all of that. Thank you.